Welcome to I'm Game with Fred Croner. Today, I'm joined by Amy Brown, who is the new uh, CEO of the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club in Champaign. Amy, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I know you were recently hired uh, at, the, at the end of January. What? Uh, tell me a little bit. What was uh, the appeal about this position that, that made you uh, made you interested? Well, the the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club is really um, kind of the pinnacle of social services in the in the community. Just um, very. Uh, very strong organization with um, just great longevity of leadership and um, just uh, really uh, in, in every case, the best case scenario, serving a, an amazing population of, of youth that truly need the services, um, an extraordinary uh, group of volunteers that are committed to the organization and have been for many years, a board of directors that um, leads with creativity and um, they're involved in just every aspect of the organization and the design, the planning, the programming, the um, fundraising, et cetera. It's just uh, overall just a, a real strong organization. When you follow uh, Sam Banks, who certainly is a, a person of note, uh, has he been able to give you some advice and, uh, and some tips as you get started? Oh, he, he's been he's been absolutely wonderful. And the good news is he's going to he's going to hang out with me for a little while longer um, to to really pass on along a lot of his knowledge. Um, he was the person that during the interview process um, took me on tours of the, the, the two amazing facilities over on Park Street and, of course, the Martin Center, the new the new building. And, um, you know, all along the way, he just talked um, with such humbleness, but such pride of um, all the things that that have really evolved over the years at the Boys and Girls Club. And I, you know, I just already have had a chance to, to learn a lot, spend some time with him yesterday and our board president, um, Bob, and uh, talked about the, the future of of the organization and um, just, yes, Sam is uh, a, a great leader and I have so much more to learn from him. Well, how big is the, the learning curve? I know you've had some different jobs over the years uh, making the transition. What What is this like for you? Well, you know, um, I, I've been a, a, a CEO for, well, for um, a, a couple decades now, more than a couple decades. and. Um, I do understand you know, how to run an, an organization and how to to lead a, a, a group of leaders um, that work at that organization. And um, I understand, you know, the mechanics of operating through grants and funding and um, training. And there's just there's just a lot of a business side to a social service agency. And. So I do feel like I, I come well equipped with that and um, I'm a lifelong learner. So I uh, always love a chance to take on something completely new and, and learn all the aspects of it. So I, um, I think I bring something to the table, but um, my mind is open and I, I just can't wait to, to get started on all the opportunities there. How do you feel like some of your other jobs have helped prepare you for, for what you're going to face now? 
Well, um, gosh, yeah, that's a that's a great question. I think uh, from from every aspect of um, of working with staff of really uh, looking at the needs of um, of the people that we want to serve, the youth and and their families that we want to serve, and um, have quite a bit of experience in helping assess what those needs are and comparing uh, those needs to what we do have available and um, and then potentially designing some things that we um, see gaps in service for. So uh, that's something that my entire my entire career has has worked around is really just looking at uh, the needs of the community and then designing services that, that fit those needs and, and making them accessible to the people that that need those need, need those services. Do you think there'll be any such thing as a typical day for you or? You <laughs> no. <be? laughs> talk, no. Talk a little bit about what might happen on, on, a, on a regular day maybe. Yeah, you know, in um, in social services, I, I think you know the calendar can can get very full of of meetings and um, of planning um, projects, et cetera, working with all the different people in the community that help make the organization thrive. But at the same time, you're a social service agency, and um, almost every day has has a surprise that um, really causes you to to shift your plan and um, address address what's needed or help gather the people together to to address what's needed. So um, I, I, I come from I come from that and I would expect that to still continue to be the situation and and leading the the boys and girls club. So just always being ready, always being ready to to um, provide a service in a different way so that someone can get the help they need. Um, but at the same time, just always finding a way to to meet all the the business demands of the organization as well. You you call it a surprise. Some people might call it a challenge that you would face each day. <laughs> it's probably just kind of a matter of semantics, huh? Yes, I, I do think. You know, it all looks real nice on the calendar, um, and it looks very organized. But I think you you just have to have an open mind and be be ready for um, what comes your way. So I know back in the, the 1990s, you were involved with uh, Project Success in Vermilion County, and, and that included a mental health health aspect. Is that something you think will be a focus with, with the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club or not? I, I think that if you're, one, one of the things that, that we're real excited about doing is um, expanding the services for, for teens. Um, we, we moved um, all the children in the elementary over to the Martin Center. And so the park building is now ready for, for new programming for teens. And um, I don't think that you can read anything about working with teens these days um, or um, plan anything working with teens these days without really paying attention to the statistics that we're all seeing about mental health services. Just yesterday, I was listening to another podcast about um, teens and and uh, mental health services and uh, about according to the data that that was being shared at at that time it was about one in three teens are um, expressing some real 
serious um, mental health, I guess, symptoms, and, and they're admitting that in surveys, et cetera. So um, I don't think a, a teen center would be completely equipped without access to mental health services. So I do look forward to um, creating those linkages and making that happen for the Don Moyers Boys, Boys and Girls Club. I understand you want to uh, get adult, adults involved as well, too. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, well, if, if you're serving um, kids and you have an opportunity to, to loop their parents in, in, in different aspects in the organization, all's better. So, um, you know, that, that's yet to be designed. And I, I do look forward to working with the Don, uh, the, I guess the Boys and Girls Club of America and find out what models they might have in place already for teens and see if there's a way to, I mean, teens, parent, teens and their parents, I would say, or children and their parents, um, and, and then adopt some of that programming. If not, see what we might be able to design here locally. How do you envision the Champaign County community coming together to kind of help support the efforts of the Boys and Girls Club? Well, I think that it would be more of just continuing that and um, continuing to enhance that. I cannot tell you the number of people that have already reached out to me um, to say, hey, Amy, I, I heard you're going to be over at the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club please let me know how I can help. Or Amy, I'm involved already with the Boys and Girls Club. I'm, I'm excited that we get to work together. And I just, I have almost two pages. I started taking notes of, of people on just one line. This is the person that contacted me and here's something that they would like to do in the future to help out. And um, so I, I can tell you it's uh, very heartwarming to, to really realize what I what I did think was truly happening already is that the community is very, very much involved in the Don Moyers Boys and Girls Club. And I, I just wanna keep that going and carry it on. And there's always room for more people, that's for sure. So as we build programming and um, build the services out in the direction that the needs dictate, I think that that will definitely probably add additional people to to the table to help us out. Talk about why it's important that, that you feel like the, the entire community and all facets should be involved with the Boys and Girls Club. Well, um, I think that most everyone just absolutely loves kids and um, and families that that are able to to provide a lot of different things for their kids. Uh, I think notice other kids that don't have it. And I, I've seen it myself. You probably have too, when someone reaches out and wants to help another child. And um, so I think it's just a, a natural thing um, that people want to do to do all they can to help children. And um, I, it's just kind of the, the human nature in us. And so it does take someone to organize all of that. And we have a great team over at the Don Moyers Boys and Girls Club. I've, I've met a lot of them already and um, I think our arms are open and, and ready to, to coordinate that and connect um, helpers with people that need the help. So you mentioned the, the Martin Center and the Park Street facility, but there's also one in Rantoul. So, I mean, you're, you're going to be busy going yeah. all 
place. Yes, we're, we, we certainly are. What, uh, what are you tackling first? Uh, first thing first is um, we have we have quite a few open positions and um, I, I feel blessed they uh, they uh, left a couple of those positions open so that I could um, have some participation and and selecting those new people and so there's quite a few leadership opportunities available at the Don Moyers Boys and Girls Club the um, two top ones that come to mind as the chief operating officer. That's a, a really important person at the Don Moyers Boys and Girls Club, really operationally day-to-day -day activities and programming and reporting, et cetera. And so um, we're looking for a very strong professional there and I um, will be working on that. And, and also our team director is um, a position that is open and um, so, so one of my very first tasks really is to, I, I know they have a stack of resumes already and we're still accepting them um, through the end of February and I'll be um, hopefully setting up some interviews and meeting some new people. I know there are still people out there testing positive for COVID, but hopefully we can kind of say that's uh, for the most part behind us. What, what do you see in terms of coming back to the Boys and Girls Club from COVID? What, what are you seeing in terms of the, kids that maybe were, were isolated and, you know, stay at home and in front of uh, laptops or, uh, you know, devices like that? Uh, are, are there trends and things that you're seeing? Well, it, you know, it's, a, it's just a whole new um, world for a lot of these kids. And they spent two, three years in, in this COVID uh, response. And um, so, so interacting socially and, um, you know, at school, they've, they've been able to do that and they've got their feet on the ground with that. And the schools have done a fantastic job at bringing, bringing kids back and um, networking them. And so the Boys and Girls Club is a secondary place now where they can spend the rest of their time um, of an evening after school or um, on, a, on a day in the summer. And um, so we, we, you know, we do have very, very good protocols. We follow all those that are recommended by the, the public health department. But I think what you're getting at is more the social aspect of, of that and really just relearning um, how to spend the, the day in a kind of a academic atmosphere that we have early on when they get there and um, to do their homework and then and build that out socially. And um, so it, I, I think it's just really experiencing all that again for the kids is is where we are and um, you know making sure that again I think that that you said earlier the mental health aspect of all of this making sure that we have programming that that helps them with any um, thoughts that they have anxieties or um, abilities to encourage them to socialize in a healthy way emotionally of course socially and and make sure that they're safe physically. Well, and, and you say relearning, but in, in some cases it's probably learning the first time. You probably have kids coming into the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club that you know previously were too young and, and hadn't been involved. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are I think that as we build our, our numbers, um, now that we're moved into that bigger space, we'll we'll have a lot of new kids that have never interacted with. Um, all these new children at the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club. So just making sure we have structured programming for them that 
um, makes them feel welcome and also encourages them to to meet new friends and and build their social skills up is is um, one one of the many things that that we continue to work on. I want to take you back uh, in time just a few years when, when you were getting out of high school. What uh, what did you see for yourself? What uh, what kind of career goal, career path uh, did you envision? Well, I was a young mom. Um, I had three children um, before I went to college and um, realized that uh, really with the help of uh, some parent programs at the school district where my kids went to, um, the education was a great opportunity for me. So with three tiny children, even um, two babies, I uh, started going to college and learning. And um, so my my uh, education came after I had kids. And so I know what it's like to um, struggle financially. I know what it's like to try to build a family up with um, not very many resources. I understand um, the difficulty that um, a young mom has and raising children, and um, I I understand the I guess the the stamina that it, it takes to and the courage that it takes to try to juggle all of that and work and go to college and so um, I, I I hope that I hope that I can recognize parents in that way and make sure that they have access to. Um, the things that I had a hard time finding access to when, when I was a young mom. And um, so just making opportunities available to these young parents as they grow through life and um, become the best parents that they can be and build their self up and um, be a very strong parent in the meantime. Well, and I know you started your educational journey at Danville Area Community College. That was a good starting point for you, wasn't it? It was. Um, I'm so thankful to um, have lived in a community with um, with access to take some college credits. And um, I actually started going to school to, to be a, all I wanted to do initially was um, have a daycare in my home and I needed six credits to, to do that in, um, in early childhood. And, you know, those six credits turned into to more pretty quick because I loved it. I loved going to college and loved learning. And, um, you know, the things that I learned helped me be a better parent. And um, as I evolved, my um, my career began taking off at the same time. So how did your, your career path kind of change? I mean, from wanting to, to have a daycare to kind of, you know, getting into the, the business world, what were some of the steps along the way there for you? Well, I think um, I think I was living it. I was living a um, I was living uh, the life that, of many people that I've served over the years in social services, and and so um, I think I learned very young how important it was to have information about what's available out in the community, and um, so I you know it, it just it just evolved. Be, I think just because I was in. I was in the right place at the right time um, with an open mind the entire time and never afraid to do the work. So um, it, it took a lot of work to, to move through each step of um, going from um, being a student um, who was actually, I was cleaning houses back in those many, many early days to um, working at the Center for Children's Services for a while and then Project Success. And Project Success was actually born out of 
um, what I learned um, as a young parent. Um, I, I learned that parents don't know what, what resources or didn't know what resources were out there. And so working with a principal at my kid's school, we we designed something around that. We designed a service for parents um, so that they could um, kind of work on things at home so kids could come to school ready to learn. And I would think those uh, those positions and those ideas are something that would be very gratifying and, and very re rewarding as you, you look back. Is that right? It, it was. Um, I think that um, I've, I've, I don't just talk and I've walked the walk. I've walked through. I've walked over those hot coals. I've walked um, through um, all the trials and tribulations that I think a lot of young parents in our society are, are dealing with. And um, I think uh, just learning how to apply all the, there's so many things out there in our community that can help young families and, and bringing those services together so that a young family can thrive and be strong and um, really kind of break a cycle of um, lack of education um, is, is, is just amazing to see what happens. So um, I was the, the first in, in my family um, to actually have a, a bachelor's degree. And, um, and, you know, it was exciting because I was able to raise my kids to understand how important education was and um, move through that system. And I, I think that carries on when, when kids can look at their parents and, um, and understand a path through, um, through their own parents' lives. Well, then that in turn starts a new and different cycle too, doesn't it? It does. I think it does. And um, so you expose, you, and that's, I, I think that's what I would like to make sure happens at the Boys and Girls Club is that, is that we make sure that all the kids have the things that they need the, the, um, from every kind of service, make sure they have good nutrition, make sure they have good physical output, academic um, resources and things to make them successful. But at the same time, if we can do that for the parents along the way, I, th I think we're really building um, a strong family um, that that kids can can thrive in. And you know, so it's not just about what happens at the Boys and Girls Club, which is always very important, but you know, what happens when they get home too. We've been talking today with Amy Brown, the new CEO of the Don Warrior Boys and Girls Club in Champaign. Before I let you go, anything else you'd like to add, Amy? Um, no, just I, a, a big thank you from the community for the acceptance um, and willingness to, to help me help all these children in our community. And um, I'll see you there. All right. We enjoyed talking to you. Thanks again for your time, Amy. All right. Thank you so much.